the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The head of the Food and Drug Administration, Stephen Hahn, says his agency has told Pfizer it will rapidly work to grant emergency use of its COVID-19 vaccine following a positive recommendation by government advisors. The FDA decision will kickstart an unprecedented vaccination campaign needed to eventually defeat the virus. Meanwhile, Vice President Pence has traveled to South Carolina to talk about vaccines as cases are rising in that state. The FDA is doing their work uh, very much in the public eye, and uh, we anticipate in a matter of days the the approval of the first coronavirus uh, vaccine. The vice president says that while case numbers are high, he's optimistic about the future with vaccines on the near horizon. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar says state health officials will have a big role in determining who will be offered the first coronavirus vaccinations. States have different circumstances and are in different epidemiological situations. So state leaders are in the best position to take these general national recommendations and translate them into more precise guidance that fits their state and their conditions. Secretary Alex Azar. Also at townhall.com, U.S. wholesale prices edged up just one-tenth percent in November. Bob Agnew reports. The tiny increase comes amid the economic disruption from the pandemic, continuing to suppress demand and keeping inflation at extremely low levels. It follows bigger gains of 0.3% in October and 0.4% in September. Mahir Rashid with Oxford Economics says inflation remains in check and high-frequency data suggests that households are still hesitant to spend at pre-virus levels. Magna reporting. On Wall Street, stocks lower as prospects for another aid package from Washington appear to be fading. The Dow is down 97 points. The Nasdaq off 102. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-461-8937. If you you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-461-8937 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-461-8937 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-461-8937. I'm Lee Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth from the KingdomBuilders.com studios. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle. The countdown is on to the end on December 20th. You still have a chance to get about 10 more entries in. You can enter once a day all the way up to the 20th. 
Thanks to Tom and Tiny of New American Funding, you could win your rent or mortgage paid for all of next year. Here's that forecast from the KingdomBuilders.com studios today. Clouds and a high around 37. Charlie Kirk explains the war being waged by China. You see, the Chinese Communist Party, they're doing things differently than the Soviet Union did. They have funded social justice warrior causes to weaken the spirit of America. They have funded environmentalist groups. They fund and support BLM Incorporated without anyone stopping them. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon, right before Ben Shapiro at 3 on Freedom 1570. Do you need plumbing repairs? Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now to get $72 off any repair or installation. If your faucet isn't flowing or your toilet isn't flushing, get it fixed today. One of their legendary technicians will come to your home and make sure your plumbing is working correctly. And you'll save $72 off the cost. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. Many people are searching for the right 401k decisions within these crazy markets. Are you looking for a local community of investors with the right skills that could help build confidence? Make better financial decisions right here in the Twin Cities because you are the best steward of your own money. Call OTA today to learn more in our free introductory investing class, either in-center or virtually at 952-814-4410, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to pose a question to you that I'm actually going to give you the answer to. I know that shocks some of you, right? But here's the question. Who or whom, I'm not the best at English, but whom is making your life, ready for it, wait for it, wait for it, harder, right? We, we always take a look at people. You know, if I wouldn't have married you, my life would have been a lot easier. If I wouldn't have had this child, my life would have been a lot easier. If I wouldn't have done this, my life would have been a lot easier, right? You know, I, right now, if you could see me, that's why I, I got a face for radio, I would put my hand up, the back of my hand to my forehead, and just, it's called the victim Victim salute, <laughs> because we can play the victim with the best of them, right? Uh, it's everybody else's fault, right? You know that, just like on this election, it's Donald Trump's fault for everything. Boy, if it wasn't for Donald Trump, we'd be in great shape. Well, we're going to find out, unfortunately, I think, and uh, we're going to find out, uh, boy, the grass is always greener on the other side. Wait till you see that in a couple months. But today, we want to be specific on us. And so we're going to talk about making our life harder. Why would you do that? And most of you would say, I would never do that, Black. Okay, just to hold out that thought. 
because I'll lay down a case that will show you. I, I put out the thesis there that we make our life harder. Do other people participate? Absolutely. But what would you expect from other people? But the shock should be that we make our lives harder. And by the way, I just want to let you know that this is not about an easy life. Because you know what? Uh, I, I read the good book, you know, the, the God's book of wisdom. It's called the Bible. Uh, and two things I learned reading that good book. Number one, life ain't no fair. I mean, it's just not fair. Uh, you know, some people are born with the, to what we call the lucky sperm club. Uh, some people aren't. Uh, some people are more privileged than others. Some people aren't. It has nothing to do with color, by the way. It has to do with power. It has to do with name, ID of the p- family. It has to do with a lot of other things. Uh, but I'm not talking about white privilege. I'm talking about money privilege. I'm talking about elected official privilege. I'm talking about fame privilege. I'm talking about all these NBA here. You don't think Tiger Woods kids are, are privileged? You don't think uh, LeBron James kids are privileged? You don't t- think uh, Chelsea Clinton is privileged? Oh, my gosh, how many boards does she sit on and gets paid for because of her parents? You don't think uh, Hunter Biden is privileged? How can you and I make millions of dollars uh, in industries that we don't know about just because your daddy's the vice president? And, oh, my gosh, and no one seems to care. But, yeah, no big deal. No, he's just going to be president right now. And the emollient clause that we want to attack Trump on, nah, nah. So, you know, we can blame everybody else. But let's be honest. Life is hard. Uh, That's the second thing the good book tells me. Life ain't no fair. Because, you know what, if we got fair, if we got what we deserved, let me be honest with you, none of us, none of us would be happy. And life is hard. Matter of fact, the good book says there's two paths. One's easy, lots of people on it. It's called the Biden path. (laughs) But there's a different path. He said that one's leading to destruction. But there's a path that's narrow, that very few are on it. That's how you know you're on the right one, because it's kind of lonely. But on that path, he says, seek it. Very few people find it. But that one will lead to everlasting life. And so I want you to understand that, you know, life uh, is an undulating line. You know, life is not a straight line. Life is an undulating line. If you don't know what undulating means, just think of an EKG uh, readout. If you look at our logo at Like It Matters, uh, you'll, it has the EKG logo, the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic, if you were hooked up to an electrocardiogram machine, because that represents life. Life has ups. It has down. Life has peaks. It has valleys. I mean, uh, I love the book of Judges in the Bible. Talk about peaks and valleys, right? Uh, People separated from God, and then their life was terrible, and they cried out to God, and then God heard them, and then their life got good, and then after a while, they kind of got used to it, so they moved away from God, and then they cried out to God because their life got bad, and then uh, God stepped in, and their life got better. Sound like anybody you know as you look in the mirror, right? And it's part of life. You got to know that. You know, if you were to go to a hospital and tell them that you had uh, chest pains in your heart, right? Chest pains in your heart. What else would you have? Uh, yeah, chest pains. They would hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine. And what you would want to see is the rising and the following, falling, the systolic and the diastolic. And what that represents is, is peaks and valleys. And I'm talking about experience now. Experience now. We have these peak experiences in life. 
these high moments, these climactic moments, these award-winning, those memories that you never forget 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. And you know what happens in life? Is a lot of people get disappointed. A lot of people get let down. A lot of people early on would dream and have hopes, and then they'd fall through or people would mock them or they'd never happen. And so they stopped dreaming because they didn't like the pain and the hurt that came from dreaming and the not accomplishing. And so people stop having hope. And there's a saying out there that, uh, what is it, um, uh, hope, not hope, um, I can't think of what it's called. Uh, it's about when you get disappointed. You know, the disappointments when you, have, uh, when you have desires, when you have outcomes that you want. And when those aren't met, they're disappointing. And so you, have, you no longer set those outcomes. You no longer set those dreams. You no longer dream big. You, you no longer think big. Because it's just too disappointing. And then we all know the low points, the valleys, the valleys. Boy, some of us know the valley really well. And it's pain, and it's hurt, and it's disappointment, and you feel alone, and you feel negated, you feel discounted, you feel like you're not enough, you feel like you don't matter. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, I, I know that well. And so what happens is in order to get through life, we, we go numb to that. We no longer let it get to us. We let, let it roll off our backs. You know, we, uh, uh, you know we, we, we just pretend it's not there. But the problem is this, is when we go numb to the pain, we go numb to everything. See, all of our emotions come out of one faucet. And you can't just turn off pain and disappointment without turning off the joy and the hope as well. And so you got to have those high points. You got to have those low points. And you know what? When you have that high point, just remember this too shall pass. Why? Because life is an undulating line. But enjoy the high moments. Rest up. Store up. Because you're either going to be in a valley, you're coming out of a valley, or you're in one right now. And you got to realize that when you're in the valley, this too shall pass. But there's great things to learn in the valley, great things to learn in the desert. I always tell people that I counsel, don't lose the lesson from the desert. Because when you forget the lesson from the desert, you tend to have to repeat the experience. And just like the Israelites, they bring up all the time, they had a two-week journey. That took them 40 years. Matter of fact, only two of the two million people that left Israel, I mean that left Egypt, entered the promised land. Joshua and Caleb, because they knew how to make their life not so difficult. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to take a look at what or maybe the right question is, who is making our life harder? It's a key question. So tune in. We're going to take a three-minute break. Make sure you stay on the radio, because today we're talking about who is making my life harder. We'll be back in three minutes. I never promised you a rose garden Along with the sunshine There's gotta be a little rain sometime
Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Here's another legendary buy one, get one offer from Blue Ox Heating and Air. Purchase a high-efficiency furnace and get a free air conditioner. Now that's savings. Get full details on this legendary buy a furnace, get an AC unit free offer at GoBlueOx.com. Some restrictions apply. Blue Ox Heating and Air, now offering their legendary service for electrical, too. Blue Ox Heating and Air, legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Join the Freedom Insider Club, and you could win a copy of our December Regnery Book of the Month, The Price of Panic, How the Tyranny of Experts Turned a Pandemic into a Catastrophe, by Douglas Axe. Sign up at freedom1570.com. At Like It Matters, we're about feeding people, but not in the traditional sense. For it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As conduits, we want to feed people with hope, belief, and an understanding that they have the power and the freedom to control how they feel and the way they think. Our daily buffet of encouragement and assistance is served through our trainings, our radio show, one-on-one counseling, and sharing the word through wayofwarrior.blog. As this year comes to a close, please consider Like It Matters for your year-end tax-deductible donations. We will use the gift of your donation to bring inspiration, education, and application to those suffering from trauma tied to abuse, molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and more. Thank you for considering Like It Matters as one of your donation destinations. To help us help others, please donate today at likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. And this is Mr. Black. And I, too, am listening. But I think I'll talk a little bit right now. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, uh, we're talking about who is making my life harder. I got to tell you, as I look at the, uh, I pray the outcome of the election is not set because, man, uh, if Joe Biden is our next president, he's already scaring the crap out of me. I mean, his advisors are saying that when we get this virus, I mean, this antibody, this, uh, um, what do they call it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the uh, the shot. Yeah, thank you. The vaccine that we're going to give it to the world first before we get it. And then I just saw now that he's going to mandating a four to six week lockdown right away. 
uh, stunning. I mean, uh, we're going to go into a massive depression, people. Uh, man, it, it's incredible that this guy's not even in the office yet, and he's already going to make our life harder. Sure hope you guys get what you voted for. Uh, because, man, you talk about, you think our life is hard now, uh, but at least we'll all get along, right? That's the whole point. We'll all get along. Uh, we'll all be poor. Uh, millions of people lose their homes. Millions of people lose their j- businesses. Uh, divorces going to 60 70%. Depression, suicide. But, hey, at least Trump's not in the White House, right? Yeah. I'm the boss. So, see, we do stuff like that. We It's called cut off your nose to spite your face. That's one of the ways we do make our life harder. But I want you to consider that there are a lot of things in our life that can can be adverse to us, that can make our life more challenging. You know, my little boy, Benaya, uh, he's uh, five years old, uh, actually now five and a half years old. Uh, but, uh, you know, he is a sharp young man, sharp young man. He's smart. He's already re- he's in kindergarten reading at, I think, a third or fourth grade level. He can read almost any word. He's pretty good with that. He's already good at math. He sees patterns. Uh, but, man, he, emotionally, he's uh, got to learn how to control his emotions, how to get emotionally intelligent. Uh, and uh, he's been doing, uh, you know, the, the satellite learning, you know, learning online. But uh, we decided that we we're going to put him back into school because we were keeping our son out because we didn't want to get him into the fear culture, the fear factor of all this, all you that are afraid to death of coronavirus. I'm not afraid of coronavirus. God has my last day. Uh, it's a virus. Uh, but I think there's a lot of people that are using it for ill-gotten gain to scare people, destroy people. Anybody notice there's no flu bug this year? What about all the people that die from the flu every year? Isn't it amazing? No one's getting the flu this year. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I mean, we'll see. When it's all said and done, history will show you what's going on. Uh, and we'll see it. And we're making our life. We're making our families. We're making our economy. We're making it all a lot harder. And we at least had Trump to help us before to keep some of that from happening. Uh, but now the hate has won, I think. I hope not. I hope it hasn't won. But we'll see if it has won. And, boy, you're getting ready to see how tough uh, this life can be right in front of us. And remember, though, never let a good crisis go to waste because you know what every victim needs? If we're a victim of coronavirus, you know what we need? We need a savior. Uh, and that savior is going to be called the government. And so the government's going to take care of everything for you. Here's the problem. Uh, if you live under daddy's house, you follow daddy's rules. And so I've been telling my son, you're going to make your life a lot harder. I mean, I'm working a reason because he's pretty intellectual for a five-year-old. I'm going to say, son, you know, you can't just act up. You can't just, if someone's, uh, you know, excited, you can't scream out. You you know, he's having trouble with that. And I keep wanting to tell him, you're going to make your life a lot harder. You know, when, when kids don't want to share toys, when kids don't want to, right? We, I, I, I'm teaching, you're going to make your life a lot harder. People aren't going to want to be around you. Uh, you're going to get yourself in trouble that you don't need to get into. You know, a lot of these people in certain communities, when you look at fatherless households, when you're looking at, you know, 50% of the population of children in, in, in utero get aborted. Some of these communities make their life harder, even in the, in the, the white community. It's now about 50% of all kids grow up in a single-parent household. In the black community, it's like 75%. I think 60% of all abortions are in the black community. There are the, the thought, the lifestyle choices, we can make our own life harder, and then we blame everybody else. In my leadership training, and you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. And I do have another class coming up, last class of the year, December 3rd through 5th in Dallas. I promise you, two and a half days, that will change your life forever. 
But at some point in the training, because it's leadership training, we go into blocks to leadership. And these blocks to leadership are walls we put up, barriers we put up. Now, they were put up by us. We put them up. But they were put up because someone hurt us, someone violated us, someone abused us, someone molested us, someone said, I, uh, trust me, and you never should have. Uh, someone said, I do, and you found out they didn't. Someone said, I will, and you found out they won't, right? The people that are supposed to be protecting you are now abusing you. The people that are supposed to look out for your innocence are now removing your innocence. And so we, we put up walls. We put up barriers to deal with the pain. And, and, and man's inhumanity to man is well documented. But no matter how bad someone has hurt us, we're the one that puts up the wall. It's a protection mechanism. But the problem is it numbs us. It keeps us separate from people. It keeps us distant from people. It's kind of like if if I was uh, if all of you were in my classroom, let's say you came to one of my trainings and you were all inside the meeting room, and I stood out in the hallway with the door closed. Now, I have enough command of my voice that I can speak loud enough for all of you to hear me. I mark every single order, every single command. You would hear me clearly, concisely. But in that situation... You would feel disconnected from me. In that situation, you would feel like I'm talking at you instead of talking with you. And let's consider that there's a lot of people in our lives that feel the same way. They feel no matter what, they can't reach us. They can't connect with us. It's because of the walls we put up, because of hurts and fears and doubts from traumas and dramas, from disappointments, from pain. And the problem is those programs and those walls were put up years ago to survive, to get through battles you were in, to get through some stuff you were in. But the problem is today, you're no longer in that battle. You know, during World War II, after the war had ended, 20 years or so after the war had ended, in the Philippines, uh, one of these little islands, I don't know if you know, the Philippines has actually like a thousand, a couple thousand islands. And during World War II, uh, when the uh, Allies had lost the Philippines, Japan controlled it. Uh, Japan would set uh, little groups of soldiers, a couple, a little platoon, a squad, if you will, on all these islands because majority of the islands in the Philippines were uninhabited. They, they were just little islands with plantation, but no one lived on them. And so what the Japanese do, they knew two things. Number one, they knew uh, that, like MacArthur said, I shall return. I will be back. They knew that the Allies would come to take back the Philippines, or at least attempt to. Uh, and secondly, they knew that the, the earlier warning they got, the better they could defend themselves. And so they, they took these deserted islands and they planted people all around these islands, soldiers. So the concept being, uh, when the Allies were coming, the farther out these people were on these islands, they could radio to the mainland of the Philippines and be prepared for the attack to, to push it away. And so about 20 years after the war was over, uh, maybe even longer. By the way, this was actually a Gilligan's Island episode. You can Google it. You'll see it, what I'm talking about. But this, uh, there was this one of these islands that started being coming populated. People were planting on it. They were farming. They were doing ag, you know, having sheep and goats, whatever they grow there in the Philippines. Uh, and they started getting these reports about uh, uh, farm animals killed. And there was actually like six or seven people killed as well. And they couldn't figure out what was going on. I mean, Philippines wasn't used to all this domestic violence. And so they're wondering, you know, what, 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 what's wrong? Is someone out there killing people, attacking people? And so they did a little investigating. And they found out that there was a soldier on that island that still believed 
that the war was uh, going on. It was being what? waged. Yeah. And so um, they would drop leaflets and they would drop, you know, to let them know the war was over. And they actually found out who this soldier was. They'd actually sent in some of his people from his past, some, some people in the military he had been there with, but he discounted them. He, he just didn't believe it. He thought that, that it was a conspiracy. He thought he was being manipulated. He was he was told to defend that island until he was re- remo- relieved of his command, uh, and he was never relieved of his command. So these people weren't his commanding officer. And so the, the Philippine government was going to have to take him out. I mean, he was a threat. He was killing people. He was crazy. He had weapons. He was trained in warfare. And so they figured they were going to have to just kill him, pull a bullet in his head because to save some other people's lives. And so what happened was the Philippine government made a deal with the Japanese government because the Japanese government wanted to see if they could get this soldier off the island alive. And so they agreed to give him one last chance to see if they could. And so what they did is they got a World War II aircraft and they parked it, they anchored it off the island because they knew that soldier was a good soldier. And then after a couple weeks of it being out there, they got a retired uh, officer, put him in his World War II era uniform, and did a ceremonial landing party. So he sat on the beach, laid out the tees uh, with his back to the ocean, and in front of him was all this thicket of forest. After a while, comes through the thicket, this soldier, still in uniform. And they did the little ceremony. He was relieved of his command of, to defend that island. They took him back to Japan. Brilliant! And they made him a national hero. The guy died a few years back, but when he got back, he never had to work a day in his life. He was a national hero. But you got to hear what the Japanese government said to this soldier is what we need to say to ourselves. Because we put up walls, we put up barriers, we put up things that are hurting us uh, to survive a certain situation. What the Japanese government told this soldier is, well done, soldier, but the war is over. And I got to tell you, for years, I would look myself in the mirror and say, well done, soldier, but the war is over. Because I put up massive walls to defend from an abusive father, an alcoholic father, a, a white trash upbringing. And over the last 35, 40 years, I've been working to fix myself. I've looked at myself years ago for day after day, year after year, just to remind myself, well done, soldier, but the war is over. Because I was making my life much harder than it needed to be. And that's what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. Who is making your life harder? And you're going to be surprised by the answer. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. 
Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe? Dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area, and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done, and that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. At Like It Matters, we're about feeding people, but not in the traditional sense. For it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As conduits, we want to feed people with hope, belief, and an understanding that they have the power and the freedom to control how they feel and the way they think. Our daily buffet of encouragement and assistance is served through our trainings, our radio show, one-on-one counseling, and sharing the word through wayofwarrior.blog. As this year comes to a close, please consider Like It Matters for your year-end tax-deductible donations. We will use the gift of your donation to bring inspiration, education, and application to those suffering from trauma tied to abuse, molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and more. Thank you for considering Like It Matters as one of your donation destinations. To help us help others, please donate today at likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about who is making your life harder. And by the way, if you miss any of this radio program, the good news is you can listen to it at your own leisure. Uh, these these programs, our program is about 48 minutes, I think, about maybe 45 minutes of actual of content. This is not, I don't do a show to where you can just listen to one little piece that's all tied in together. It's like laying out a, a prosecution, if you will. So highly recommend that you listen to the full hour. If you miss any of it, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this, archive messages, and, and many, many more. Uh, so make sure, this is about working on your noodle, working on your noggin. You know, part of our mantra is inspiration, education, application. And by education, I do not mean the learning of mere facts and figures. I use Einstein's definition, and that is the ability to train yourself to think properly. Because I think if we learned how to think properly, uh, it, uh, you know, Donald Trump would have had a blowout in the election. 
because, boy, talk about making our life a lot harder. It's going to get a lot harder uh, if Joe Biden's elected president. I can't, he even says it. He says it. it's going to be a cold, dark winter. Uh, you know, he's basically going to uh, put us back in the global warming stuff. He's going to raise all these, all these uh, restrictions again and regulations again. And, man, uh, uh, I've seen lots of things now saying we're getting ready to get into a depression, a 2021 depression. So that's what you all voted for. I guess we'll all go through this journey together. But, you know, we have a tendency to make our life a lot tougher. I was talking before the break about my leadership training. You go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net to read about it. And I do have one class left this year that you can change your life. You can end 2020 on a high note no matter who finally gets elected president. Uh, and it'll set you up for uh, having a better 2021, even if Biden is elected. And uh, it's going to be a dark, long year, dark, long year that many won't make it through. But, hey, if you're empowered, if you're in control of who you are and your thinking, uh, you'll get through it a much better way than most people out there. And so I told you that at in some point in my training, we take a look at the blocks to leadership, blocks to leadership. And before I do that, I I tell a story because it sets it up perfectly, kind of piggyback on the story I was talking about before uh, the end of the break. Uh, It's a story about, uh, you know, in some countries, uh, when they want to pay tribute to you, they will serve a meal in your honor. And before I was in the leadership field, uh, before I was in the field of human potential, uh, I was in the the financial field. Uh, And I actually ran the insurance division for what at the time was the largest independent stock brokerage firm uh, in Las Vegas called Union Equity Partners. And I was a partner there. Uh, And uh, uh, we had raised the money. We did an IPO for an oil pipeline. I think it was from Kazakhstan. And so we raised the money, and uh, there's a big celebration because they got funding, and uh, they had a big dinner up up in Kazakhstan. I think it was Kazakhstan. And so one of our partners, Mike Moody, uh, went up, and uh, he was part of the celebration, and and they served monkey brains uh, at that dinner. Now, uh, if anybody knows me knows I don't eat fish. Uh, when I was poor, uh, a young, poor white trash, uh, uh, I learned the hard way that if it's good fish, it doesn't smell like fish or taste like fish because I never got good fish, terrible Gross. fish. Uh, and so uh, I would spend an hour at the table because my dad said, you're going to sit there until you eat every bite of that. And I would just gag whenever I put a piece of fish in my mouth. And so luckily I had a little white cat, Virgil, and I would feed him slowly. But I'd sit at the table sometime for an hour after everybody else was done, just gulping down this fish that would make me vomit. And so I basically built up a a hate for fish, the smell of it, the taste of it. So I don't care. So I don't put fish beyond these lips, I like to tell people. And there's no way I'm going to put monkey brains. But here's an incredible story about how they catch these monkeys. What they do is they take a coconut and they bore out the white flesh, the the meat of the coconut, and then they put raw rice in these coconuts. Sometimes I've seen the story where they actually tether them to a tree. Uh, Other times they're just sitting next to a tree. And then next to that tree is this bush, a big bush. Uh, It's kind of like a deer bluff. It has an area within it, a a smaller person, a a young, quote, villager, if you will, can sit in that, uh, that bush and be basically hidden from sight, just like if you think about a deer hunting in a deer bluff. And so what will happen, they put these rice and these coconuts, they put them next to these trees that have these bushes next to them. They have a young person from the village uh, in that bush, in that tree, uh, in the bush next to the tree. And so uh, they'll sit in these bushes for a while, you know, and after a while the, the monkeys, they're inquisitive creatures, they're, they're swinging along the tree line, and they look down on the ground, 
and they see that there's something on the ground. They see. And so they look around for man or for any enemy, you know, because they're not that stupid. And so when they see the coast is clear, they climb down the tree, they pick up the coconut, and they see there's something in the coconut. And so they stick their little monkey hand inside the coconut and they grab a handful of rice. And then they go to pull out their monkey hand that's full of rice now, and they realize something that you and I should already know. That the hand in the form of a fist is much larger than the hand relaxed, even if you're a monkey. And so uh, that monkey goes to pull its hand out, but it can't. It's technically stuck in there. Now, please think about this. Raw rice to a monkey has no value. I have opposable thumbs. Uh, I know how to use fire. And even with me, if you gave me raw rice, I would need uh, good water. I would need a, a pot. I would need a fire source in about 20 minutes for that rice to have any value to me at all. But that monkey is holding on to something in its hand that serves it no, has it no value. It, it's making its life more difficult. And so that monkey does everything it can to pull its hand out, but it won't let go of that thing in its hand. Remember, that thing in its hand serves it no value. Matter of fact, is going to cost it its life. It's going to talk about making your life hard. When you do something that costs you your life, I would think that was on the top of the scale of doing things that make your life hard. And so that monkey won't let go of the rice, even though it has no value to it. So it goes to pull its hand out, can't get its hand out, so now it starts to panic. So it runs the tree right in front of them. Now, have you ever wanted to climb a tree with a coconut stuck on your hand? No. I got to believe, even, even with the tail, I got to believe it's pretty difficult, right? And so that monkey, not an ancestor of mine, instead of letting go of the rice, attempts to break the coconut off its hand by beating it against the tree. Well, right next to that tree is a man in a bush with a very sharp blade and a simple process. Sticks his hand out, grabs the top of its head, and with the blade, removes its head from its body. The body collapses to the ground, blood spurting everywhere, and in the hand is the delicacy, the monkey brains. Gross. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we always talk about having a monkey on our back. You know, we want to blame everybody else, blame society, blame privilege, blame the white man, blame the black man, blame the president, blame your mommy, blame your daddy. Uh, We all want to play victim in this country now. We get our DNA tested to see how much of a victim we are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got to take control of our lives. And we got to let go of things that we put up in our life, these walls. And I'm going to identify you the, tw- uh, the 20 most common blocks to leadership just because I've talked about them a lot. I want you to know what they are. And if you want this, uh, this handout, I have it in, in Word document. You can email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net, mr.black at likeitmatters.net. But I'll give you the list real quick. These are the 20 most common blocks to leadership. Number one, fear of risking. People afraid to take risks. Number two, lack of commitment. People that just do things half-heartedly. My dad used to call them half-something-else, the thing you sit on. But it's really half-hearted. And then you're dealing with number three is the rescuer. Number four is the victim. And if you don't know what I mean by rescuer and victim, it's taken from Stephen Cartman's drama triangle. And again, K, it's Cartman with a K. I highly recommend you um, familiarize yourself with the, victim tri- with the drama triangle because America is riding on the drama triangle. So you got rescuer in the psychological term. That means doing for others what they can do for themselves. And then victim, because the victim is never happy unless their life is falling apart. And we've, we're creating an entire a race of people, black people, wanting to tell them they're victims. 
And the problem with a victim is you always need a rescuer. It's called government now. Uh, and the problem with a, a victim uh, is when you don't get rescued quick enough, you become a persecutor. That's what you see in Black Lives Matter, where they can destroy, loot, burn, attack, belittle white people. Uh, they're okay with racism. They're just not okay with them being on the other end of racism. Number five is indecisiveness. People who decide, decide, decide. Number six, low expectation of others. That's what we call a bar. You have low expectation of others and low expectations of yourself. Fear of failure. These are people, there's a possibility of failure. They won't do it. And guess what? There's always a possibility of failure. Number eight, closed-minded. Boy, has America become so closed-minded. If I disagree with you or you disagree with me, we cancel each other. We attack each other. We dox each other. Number nine is critical, right? That's the Ginsu knife people, always slicing and dicing everything. Number 10 is lack of focus, the number one cause of accidents on the job site. Nothing else comes close. Number 11, wanting to be liked. It's a wall every single human being possesses. Uh, Some of us, it's a garden wall. For some of you, it is the great wall that can be seen from outer space. Number 12 is low self-worth. That relates to the job or God. Number 13 is low self-esteem, much more intimate. Number 14 is focusing on problems. This is, if you got this wall, you're probably a Democrat. You're Joe Biden. Everything's wrong, and he's going to fix it right. Number 15, controlling versus empowering. That's the ultimate battle of the leader-manager. Are you controlling or are you empowering? Number 16 is having to work hard. That's a burden. That's the workaholic. Number 17 is having to be perfect. That's the, you got to be the MacGyver of your life. Sometimes you can't wait till all the moons align. You just got to take action and put the polish as you move forward. Number 18, fear of rejection. The number one cause for failure in salespeople. Nothing else even comes close. Number 19, fear of embarrassment. That's the, 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 the fear of shame, that if you do something, someone's going to mock you, laugh at you, you know, so you don't tell people who you vote for. And then number 20 is lack of purpose, because when you don't know where you're going, as the Cheshire cat said to Alice, then any road will take you there. So I am Mr. Black. Today we're posing the question, who is making my life harder? We'll be back in three minutes. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business for me to be involved in. Too much monkey business. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Hey, how about Twas the Night Before Christmas and all through the station? Yeah, what rhymes with station, though? Nothing. Uh, viral TikTok video. I love it. What's TikTok? Uh, 
Why don't we just tell everybody? Roof to Deck Decoration decorated the radio station's building with red, white, and blue Christmas lights. They look awesome. Just drive by and take a look. Yep, we'll let it speak for itself. Looks great. Just off 77 on Cliff Drive by here in Egan. Roof to Deck Decoration, they'll store the lights. They put them up. They take them down. If one burns out, they take care of it throughout the season. It's too easy. RoofToDeckDecoration.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I'm the boss. Not a joke. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. Amen, brother. Amen. I am Mr. Black, and that's a little bit of song about some truth. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about who is making your life harder. And I hate to tell you, it's you, it's me. I make my life harder. My wife makes her life harder. Your life harder. John makes his life harder. And the way we do that is through our belief systems. Oops. It's through the programming. Remember, every single human being is programmed. I'm not saying anything weird. We're all programmed. We have a structure called belief systems. And within those belief systems uh, is everything we do or do not do. And then based on what we believe, whether we do or do not do, then we got all the internal dialogue that's telling us how we're right or wrong, how we're good or bad, how we're a loser or we're better than other people. Don't you get it? We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Boy, it's overwhelming in our head, right? I'm schizophrenic and so am I, right? You know what I'm talking about? Because, boy, who do we listen to? Do we listen to all those voices in our head? Or do we listen to other people? Are they building us up? Or are they taking us down? And so I was, uh, I, I go to work pretty early. I usually, I'm up by four o'clock in the morning, uh, usually out the door by five. I uh, pray, spend some time with God. I spend some time with Susan, my little kitty cat. She doesn't let me pray without mowing and wanting to play with me, so I got to deal with all that. And then I get out the door and I uh, do my Bible study and then I type that up. 
uh, into uh, um, the wayofthewarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And I send it out to thousands of people, and thousands of people share it with other people and sign up. And then I focus in on my radio show. But I'm really open-minded. I really want to just let God guide me what I'm going to do in my daily text, what I'm going to do in my radio show. Sometimes I decide that, uh, you know, an hour before the radio show based on promptings of the Holy Spirit. And so I was listening to Air One, and uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, announcers, one of the hosts, she uh, said, well, one of my favorite writers listed out six things that we do that make our life more difficult, make it harder than they need to be. And I go, oh, that's interesting. I wonder who she's talking about. And so then I go in, after I'm done with my uh, daily scripture you know, study and then sending it out to the thousands of people, and I just Google, and I think I put six ways uh, we make our life harder. And you would not believe all the articles. All the articles. Oh, my gosh. There's this thing called... Uh, what is it? Thought. What is it we call that? I forgot what it's called. Where is it? I can't think of it. Thoughts, uh, thought record. And so they had two things. They had two things. One of them was 12 ways that you make your life more difficult. Oh, thought catalog. That's what's called thought catalog. One was 12 ways you make your life more difficult. Uh, and then one was 10 ways. And here's the funny thing. They're both from thought catalog, both from different people. One was June of 2020. One was August. And the the June one was 12 ways that we make our life more difficult. And the August one was 10 ways. So somehow we lost two ways. But these are on two totally different people. And then I saw lots of six ways you make your life harder. Well, you wouldn't believe all the ways. So undoubtedly, this is a topic that a lot of people are aware of and a lot of people know of. And so I, I, I really thought that this one by Tim Hoke uh, from ThoughtCatalog.com, uh, and that's where you can go there. They have a couple of them on there, 10 ways and 12 ways. But the one that was done in August, I thought was really good. I'm going to quickly go through these because I think they're val- valuable and they're right on. Number one, it says you ascribe intent, right? Another driver cuts you off. Your friend never texts you back. Your coworker went to lunch without you. And then we start creating meaning. Remember, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom, right? We don't actually respond to what people are doing. We respond to our own narrative. We assign intent. And you know what we do? We judge ourselves by our intent. And we judge everybody else by the actual outcome. And so that's where we're always upside down. Quit putting intent on people. You know, the person that cut you off on the freeway, maybe their wife's in the back seat ready to give birth. Maybe they just found out there's a school shooting with their kids at their kid's school. Uh, maybe they're wrapped up in their own world. They didn't even see or could care less about you. They're doing their own thing like most people in life. And so one way we make our life harder is we ascribe intent. Number two says you're the star of your own movie, right? It's a little wonder that you believe the world revolves around you. You know, as a parent of four kids, one of the first things I attempt to teach my kids as early as possible is that the world's not, the life is not about you. The world doesn't evolve around you. Now, as a little kid, when they can't feed themselves, a baby, a newborn, it is all centered around them. But as quick as possible, when they can start pooping in the toilet and feeding themselves and doing that stuff, they need to learn that they're not to be served. They are here to serve. That's what God tells us. And so rule number one, I always tell you this about being a leader, is it's not about you. Get off yourself, leader. If your world and your life is all about you, then you are making your life extremely more difficult. I don't Number think three, so. 
says you fast forward to apocalypse. I love this one because this has me written all over it. It does. It does. I am a feast or famine type of God. I, you know, guy, type of guy. Sorry, type of guy. Uh, I, I live in the now moment. And, you know, any strength overused, used in abundance, becomes a weakness. One of my greatest strengths is I live in the now moment. I pick up everything. I hear things. I pay attention to people. One of my biggest weaknesses is I live in the now moment. So when my pen's out of ink, my pen is out of ink. It's like the Geico commercial with the little guy, the little lizard when he's on the side of the road. I got a flat tire, right? That's me. That's black. When my wife would see that commercial, she used to laugh. So that's you, honey. Stop right? It. We got to be careful not to make a, a terrible moment or a bad situation bring apocalypse to your life or to your relationship, okay? Number four, you have unrealistic and or uncommunicated expectations. See, that's the word I was looking for before. About life as an undulating line. Someone said expectations are the seeds of disappointment. Now, the problem is a lot of people have no expectations. That is death by a different way, but still death. So you got to make sure that your expectations of people are realistic. Your expectation of yourself, that's why you need encouragement. That's why you need to have people around you. That's why you need to understand that I teach you the three perceptual positions. Right? There's three ways to see any situation. First position is from your own eyes, called self. Second position is from the other's eyes, that's called other. And third position is from overview. It's like watching the interaction that you had with another person on a DVD or on a you know Netflix or something. And why you need to be able to go in and out of each position is because each position brings you more data. And the more data you have, as a general rule, the better the the thoughts are the better uh, your communication with yourself is, and so number four things that you of the ten things that you do to make your life uh, harder is you have unrealistic or uncommunicated expectations. Remember, if your spouse doesn't know what you want, then why are you mad at them for not giving it to you? And stop with the lie that oh, you should, if you love me, you'd know what I wanted. Stop that crap. Stop that it. is unhealthy. Yeah, it doesn't serve anybody well at all. Number five. You're waiting for a sign. Oh, please. The sign is there's something in front of you. The sign is you know who you are. The sign is you know why you're here. If you're waiting, I mean, I don't know about you, but my experience with God is that he basically gives me a, a, a vision. He gives me a direction, and then he gives me rules and guidances. But he's not going to give me a sign every time he expects me to do something that we're meant to do. We are human beings, right? So quit waiting for a sign and just take action. Number six, you don't take risks. Fear of risking, I tell you, is the number one thing that keeps people from accomplishing great things. You got to step out. Number seven, you constantly compare your life to others. Stop it. There's no one like you. No one has your trauma, your drama. No one has your gifts or your talents. Stop comparing yourself to others. There's only one you. Be the one you you were supposed to be. Number eight, you let other people steal from you. Uh, You know, and I'm talking about possess your energy, possess your time possess your attitude, quit giving away your power. Number nine, you won't let go. Let go, people. Move on. Forgive lest ye be forgiven. And number 10 on this list is you don't give back. One thing I learned a long time ago, givers gain and takers lose. Remember, there's only two vessels we can be in life. We can be a conduit or cistern. A cistern's a holder of stuff, a vase, a a cup, a bowl. Uh, And a lot of people have poured into you. But a cistern, I mean a conduit, is a pass-through agent, 
right? Don't be a Dead Sea leader where people are pouring into you, but nothing's pouring out to other people. We're called to give back. We're called to make a difference. Who you are matters. Let it inspire other people by giving to other people. That's truly one of the keys to life. So you're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Flat on my face, I just pick myself up and get is proud to be supporting the Minnesota Assistance Council for Veterans this winter. We're building cold weather kits for homeless veterans in the Twin Cities with gloves, hats, and socks. Learn more and donate a kit online at standardheating.com. You can make a child's Christmas brighter with a gift of a toy. Hi, this is Marine veteran Tyler Kistner. Many families, including those of our military, are struggling, especially this Christmas. Please show you care and join me to donate a new toy or gift card today. Drop them off by December 18th at Christian Heritage Academy Lakeville, Superior Car Care Apple Valley and Egan, Champion Plumbing Egan, Freedom 1570 Egan, or my office in Burnsville. Visit KistnerForCongress.com for complete details. Thank you. Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. There's just one half-price water system. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now. Ringing liberty and truth.